Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Minister G.R. Harden. I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we have a wonderful show scheduled for you tonight. Um, it's been a while since I've done a show, uh, but I thought I'd bring this show to you this evening. Um, really dedicated, man, um, to our youth, uh, our young people, because uh, there is so much going on uh, in the world and in society uh, that's really affecting them. And as we see all the um, issues that, that's going on with the president uh, and um, what he's doing and what he's not doing, and as well as all other local uh, government officials uh, that are really clapping down on people of color. And uh, but what that's really doing is that's really affecting our youth and our young people uh, in, a, in a really awful way, man. It, it really is, uh, to say the least. But nevertheless, man, we, we must press on and we must continue uh, to really stand and grow and build and begin to create a new nation uh, for our youth. And uh, so... This show is called Our Children Are, Be- Are Being Forced uh, to a Life of Drug, Sex, and Crime Through Education. And there was a survey that, a survey that came out uh, sometime last month talking about the educational system and how that affects our young people, and um, especially our young black boys. And for so long, we had Dr. Amos Wilson, the late Dr. Amos Wilson, and in the uh, late Dr. John Henry Clark, as well as our dear brother uh, Carla G. Woodson, who wrote a book back in in the 1900s, I think 19, uh, the 1920s, and um, dealing with the issue of the, you know, his book was called The Miseducation of a Negro, Carla G. Woodson book was called The Miseducation of a Negro. And I really urge you to get that book, man, because um, Carter G. G. Woodson was the first African-American who were, who he was born to slave. His mother and father were, were, were free slaves. And he was the first African-American uh, to graduate from Harvard University that came uh, from a slave background. And he wrote this book uh, uh, dealing with education or the miseducation. And, 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 and uh, in short, he basically was talking about the educational system 
and and how it's built in design is to miseducate us to be able to work and use our gifts and our talents in the educational system for the benefit and the interest of white folk. In other words, you may have a Ph.D. or a doctorate degree, but with all your your success in education, what you're actually going to be doing is you're going to be working uh, in the white supremacy system uh, that that benefits their culture. You're not going to do anything for your own people. You're going to be working and benefiting uh, for the system of racism and white supremacy. Therefore, you are the black face of the racism and white supremacy. But because you get a nice car and you get a better zip code, you believe that you are progressing in this system of racism and white supremacy. It's a very basic but uh, sophisticated method that they, that they have created. And they have basically created a world for themselves and have invited you to uh, play along, but it is, as uh, Dr. Amos Wilson um, loved to say, is the illusion of inclusion. Because you think you're making progress uh, in this system, but, but you are a product of this system, and you are advancing their interests for their own uh, means. I'm going to be talking about some different things that's been going on, man, statewide, uh, dealing with our children. Uh, there was a young uh, young girl, uh, I believe, uh, somewhere in Ohio, I believe. I may not, I'm not sure, but I think she, in Ohio a couple of weeks ago, she was uh, tased by an African-American police officer because she was shoplifting in a Kroger. And he took the liberty to, the liberty to tase this beautiful baby uh, because she was shoplifting. Uh, so amazing. And then there was another uh, uh, situation where it talked about this young boy who um, a few months ago, uh, I think it was the last, it may have been last um, uh, last school term year, but uh, that he was suspended, a 12-year-old boy was suspended for staring at a white girl. <laughs> When do you hear about the white girl in this incident? And 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 they just came back recently. The verdict on that, and 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 because um, the mother mother's tried to sue the school and whatnot, and and to lift the uh, suspension off of her son, uh, but she did not uh, succeed, and 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 the suspension was upheld. And we're gonna talk about that too about about you know uh, black parents working working so hard to put their children in these white schools. And then we're going to talk about a topic uh, that was done here in Atlanta, talks about uh, this headline. Uh, it says, are there, a, are there races running, uh, are, there, are there racist teachers running uh, our schools? And um, that's a wonderful article as well that we're going to be talking about and then we also going to talk about the pre preschool to prison pipeline pipeline as well, man. This thing is this, this thing is packed. Uh, there's so much I can 
really dive into, but I, I want to keep it just focused on the educational debacle that we're seeing and um, really food because uh, so many public schools are saying that oh, they, don't, they don't have any money to feed the children now. And, and, and people don't understand how important it is for a child to get a, to get a, a balanced meal and breakfast uh, for school because, you know, if you've got all kind of mess at home, I, I always say, in many cases, the teachers are the first role models in a child's life. If that child has a lot of trauma and things that are going on at home, and sometimes he or she is not even getting a meal, they can't wait to go to school. Because in many cases, that's the first meal of the day. And we're going to be, and, and, and my organization, we're going to be starting this program. And I'll talk a bit more later on down the road, uh, not, not not tonight, uh, that you all can be be a part of, and help us really begin to move uh, from 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 city to city, uh, state to state, information and nation, man. Because th- this thing is serious, uh, dealing with our children. And, and and what I'm saying to you is, nobody's coming to help us. Therefore, black men, you you got to get more involved, man. You know, every way I look, I see black women doing it. I mean, doing it big. Shout out to all the black sisters out there, man, that, that are doing it big. And all I see black men doing is smiling by the car, a house, a boat, things, just things. But ain't built a damn thing. I see black women building community centers, huh? Clinics. Just putting their little coins together and putting this shit up and making it happen. And niggas still stunting. In strip clubs. Cigar balls. Just fucking funny. Pardon my French. And the black women are leading the way. The black men, you got to get your ass up and get to work. As my grandmother used to always say, you got work to do. We'll take this commercial break, man. Calm myself down. When I come back, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, these situations uh, that have been playing in the headline um, for quite some time now, man. It, 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 it's insane. It's insane that that, that 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 what's happening to our babies, man, and and and, and it's deliberate. These things are deliberate, man. It's a setup. We got to do better, man. Black men, we got to do better. We must do better. I'm going to take this quick break, and I'll be back in just a moment. Here's supply. Serving the North Metro Atlanta, Georgia area. HS Professional Hair Care, Skin Care, and Beauty Supply Products for all occasions. Located on the corner of Alpharetta Highway and Holcomb Bridge Road, PDNK provides hair care services for braiding, sewing, Corn roll and much, much more. Call today and make an appointment or stop by and see us. One people, one community. Hair, hair, and more hair. PDK Beauty Supply. Designed with you in mind. Family owned and operated. God driven. Thank you. All right, we're back and I'm going to jump to this thing real quick. And um, so this one article, man, I saw. And um, 
it, it happened in Cincinnati um, a couple of weeks ago, back in uh, the first week of September. Uh, this situation happened with a young queen, man, a, a, a young girl, eleven-year-old girl, man. Uh, that, again, like I told you, it was shoplifting in Kroger, in a Kroger in Cincinnati, Ohio. And, 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 man, there's a lot of shit going on in, in Ohio, man, late, uh, as of lately, man. I, I don't know what's going on between North Carolina and Cincinnati. It's some crazy – Louisiana, too. Oh, man, they they acting a fool. So this thing comes from the Chicago Sun-Times, though, this article. And it says, Cincinnati cop. And the cop tells the young girl – this is why there, there, there's no black, there's no grocery stores in the black community. And what he was referring to is the fact that uh, her, actually her and another girl was in a Kroger shoplifting, and they say they got $60 worth of uh, stuff. I think they said some shoes or clothes. Hell, I ain't no Kroger sold shoes or clothes, but, but nevertheless, I think they said around $50 or $60 worth of uh, 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 items they had uh Confiscated from the young girls, but this this idiot cop, this fat guy, who you can tell he, I mean, first of all, how are you a police officer and you three hundred something pounds? Officer Kevin Brown uh, is the one that tased him, and his and his big behind because he couldn't chase her. He decided to tase the girl, and his four girl they they got it recorded. And, and and now they have the paramedics pulling the taser out of the girl, and she's, you know, scared, and she's crying. This girl will be traumatized forever. Do you hear me? This is what I'm telling you about when I, when I mentioned earlier about the black face on white supremacy. Are you going to tell this damn girl? That's why you don't have black. We don't have black stores. I mean, that's why we don't have stores in black communities. Oh yeah, yeah, man. You ever heard of Tim Weiss? Google Tim Weiss. He's a white man. Did a survey. Dealing, and, and he works with, with, with. He used to work with local police officers and law enforcement about um, re- retraining them on, on diversity and sensitivity. Uh, dealing with people of color, black and brown people. So nevertheless, Tim, Tim Brown used the analogy that if you had a black man with, you know, with a suit in town driving down the street with a BMW and a white guy in a T-shirt on and a hat on back, you know, in the same make model car, the police officer will stop the, the black guy and let the white guy ride by. And it's the white guy who got the dope. And that's the analogy that, that, that he used. And he also, you know, let, let people know, white folks, they do, they, they do more drugs and sell more drugs than black folks. But because police don't, don't stop them, that's why you don't have statistics on it. And, and, and you have the, the statistics so high in African Americans because that who the hell you think they stopping? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. And they so caught well, African Americans uh, they get arrested more than, than than white people. Hell yeah. 
because they're not trying to stop y'all. And if they do stop you with weed or something, they give you a damn water and take the weed or the cocaine. Another article that I saw um, with the school teacher. And um, she, went, she went, went on a rant on a Facebook page because of, because of Colin Kaepernick uh, getting that Nike deal. And, um, you know, she basically, she basically called Colin Kaepernick a thug and the whole nine. And in and, and this little town uh, where she's from, a lot of – this was out in California, I believe. But a lot of the parents were outraged about the fact that, you know, um, she was on, on her – public Facebook page and a lot of parents, a lot of parents who, you know, a lot of these parents are involved with these teachers and, and they follow the, I mean, I'm sorry, the principal and they follow them and um, they're following them on, on their page. And, and she, she's boldly enough to put, put uh, derogatory remarks uh, dealing with, um, with, um, with her opinion about Colin Kaepernick getting that deal from Nike uh, by referring to him as a, a thug and so forth, because uh, he, he disrespected the flag, you know. And, and nevertheless, um, it's a hot topic in that small town and, and in some part of, in, in California. And then again, I talk about the, the young the young boy who got suspended, um, who was suspended um, for staring at a girl. But, but just just to give you the gist of it, uh, the young kid. And the little and twelve year old girl, well, they were they were eleven at the time, and they were they were doing a staring contest. And they were laughing and giggling. You know, it was funny to them. And, and nevertheless, a teacher happened to see that and accused the boy of, of being a bully and bullying the girl. Now, what you got to know about this young white girl was this: she is known as a bully in the school. And a week prior to uh, them being involved in the staring contest. This same white girl walked over to another girl and poured milk all over her lunch and punched another girl. And yet the school board, the school itself, never uh, acted upon her bullying. And yet this young black kid uh, who, again, two 11-year-old kids playing around, goofing off and, um, and whatnot, and the teacher just so happened to see them uh, staring at one another, uh, she decides, uh, oh, my God, he scared her. And um, she steps in, and then she tells the girl, didn't he frighten you? Didn't he, you know, weren't you afraid? And, you know, and, and all that kind of food is just, man. But you're so amazing that that's what's going on. And, again, all this stuff is, is trauma to young black black boys and black girls that I'm talking about because, they're 11, they're 10, they're 9, they're 8, 7. They don't know what the hell going on. They have no clue. And, and, and they don't understand it. But what they're beginning to understand is when, when you look a certain way, you're going you're gonna to look, you're going to be looked upon as something negative. So you're going to ask yourself, why the hell should I go to school? Why should I get up in the morning? Just, just to be harassed by, by, by teachers? Who, who who are paid to teach to be bullied by to be bullied by teachers and 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 and, and, and police officers who are, you know what what they call them uh, school police officers or, or what have you 
And mind you, I haven't even said anything about the teaching yet. This is all extracurricular activity going on about the school. And see, these are these these are the things that set the, the kids up for failure. And and and, and you you another situation out in Oakland, California, where these kids are being um um I think over three thousand kids, man, no food. Just cut them off. Claiming that they don't have again no money in the budget. You know why they ain't got no damn money in the budget? Because they just gave billions to 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 to, uh, to the wealthy. Who even Barack Obama just said last week. He said he gave me a tax break. I don't even need it. You know, that's what, that's what the former president said about this damn tax break that that he just got. Let me give me something I don't even need. So amazing. So check out this story. I'm gonna try to play this thing that came out of Oakland about school meal cutbacks, man. So amazing. to work and so forth. And like this one parent said, they're there till six. And most of the time, these kids eat now, depending on the school size, the school size, some of these kids, they eat lunch around 1045, 1030. 
no later than 11, 1120. So what, what I'm saying is, so after 1120, at the latest, they don't they don't eat, they don't eat again until the after school program. If they don't if they don't have that, then they won't eat till maybe seven. So you're talking about nearly eight hours before they before their next meal. And yet you you know some programs will try to have them they'll have them um, you know in the after school program trying to study and whatnot. But damn, how are you gonna study if you're hungry as hell? You know, it's four, it's three, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, and, and now we're trying to study, and I'm trying to concentrate, but I'm hungry, man. I just find it amazing that they can't find money for teachers, and they can't find money for, for the educational system. Oh, oh, you know, you know, and, and because they they understand that it is designed to really move white women. That's it. I'm gonna keep it real with you. The public school, charter school education system benefits white women only. That's about it. Dr. Amos Wilson told told us this decades ago. There's nothing for, for black children that it's, it's biased. Nothing, especially nothing for black boys. It makes them disinterest in the whole process. They don't want to be there. They're not trying to learn. Therefore, what, what you gonna have? You're gonna have unruly kids. You're gonna have class clowns. You're gonna have truancy. You're going to have all kinds of things going on with these young black boys and brown boys, too, because because the system's not designed to help them out. And some may get, get through the cracks if they, if, they got, if they got a stable home for the most part, but otherwise it's a struggle. And, again, we haven't even, got, we haven't even gotten to the damn classroom yet. So amazing. And then here we go in New Jersey. A charter school caught booting mass of black kids in the, into the street. They kicked them out of the school because of dress code violations. I did a show back in, back in 2013 about the preschool to prison pipeline out in, in Meridian, Mississippi, where if they wore the wrong socks, if they didn't have on a belt, if they had on the wrong shirt for that day because they, they had uniforms, um, anything, they wouldn't even kick him out of school. They they would they would uh, put him in the check, try to put him in detention. You had kids as young as eight years old going into in, in, into juvenile the juvenile detention system in Meridian, Mississippi. Basically, what they, basically what I'm trying to tell you is. In that county, 60% of that county was African-American. The whole local government judicial system was all white. Pickle pecker. pecker. Now, shame on them black folks, because they, they had black folks uh, uh, trying to run for, 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 for these positions. But shame on black folks for, for, for just giving up, giving up hope and just saying, well, here what it is. They're going to win. No. I always say, vote their asses out. Vote them out. The hell you want to come to a town that, that that's predominantly uh, predominantly black anyway? Because as they say, crime pays. They make a whole, they they make a shitload of money on, on on locking black folks. So that's a lot of money. You don't you don't you don't understand how this thing works. First of all, when you lock them up, 
You got all this all this privatization money going on. You you, you got companies that are that are going to supply what the clothes, the shoes, uh, the jumpsuits, huh? The sheets, the combs, all all, all that little care package and shit, the toiletry. This is money, people. And to get these contracts is massive. The company that comes in to feed the inmates. The company that, that, that gives them commissary, commissary, this is fucking billions of dollars. And for, for, and for, it, for, for it to work, what are you going to need? You need bodies. So the reason why I'm bringing you this story because they stop, they, 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 they begin from preschool messing with their psyche. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm showing you bits and pieces of how, how, how they're destroying these kids Little by little. Little by little. And everybody's on board. The fucking teachers. The counselors. The school police officers. The principal. Vice principal. Everybody's on board. And they call themselves Christians. Them devils. Fucking devils. And, and and why in the world would a black person that just because you got money want, want your child to go to an all Catholic school? You know damn well your ass ain't Catholic. You a fool. Shame on you. The story coming out of Newark, New Jersey, man. Um, this man is demanding answers about who led to several students being kicked out of a class at a charter school, and and um, it was a video that was u- uploaded. And it shows Marion P. Thomas Charter High School students hanging out at a park in their uniforms. <laughs> After they say they were booted from the school over dress code violations, one teen explained he was kicked out simply for having white soles on his damn shoes. Mind you, they the right color, sneaker shoes, sneakers, but they had a white sole on. This is not a game, people. This is not, these people are toying with your kids like never before. And I'm going to do a show uh, um, on homeschooling pretty soon, too, because many, many parents, uh, uh, tens of thousands of parents in the past five years have pulled their kids out of school and, and they, they begin to create uh, homeschools. And the guy asked, uh, he said, why you ain't in school, man? And he said, come on, bro. You ain't in school? And the guy said, "Cause I got my, I got on my, I got white on my sneakers." And they said they're supposed to be all black sneakers. So amazing! And it wasn't just a handful of students that the park were kicked out. It was more than a dozen that were sent home for violations. Imagine all these kids at a car, at a park. Not, not a trespassing. I forgot the uh, uh, the other word uh, uh, they use, but 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 basically, now the police can go out now and give them citations and so on and so forth and give them a hard time. And the, and the guy who imagine this guy who saw these kids, he didn't have a child at school. He he was just trying to figure out why was he damn these kids just a concern uh, a brother. Shout out to him, and uh, he went. He, he went to the damn school. He wanted to know why the hell them, them damn uh, kids w- w- was out there in the damn park. 
And so he did a video but he was questioning the school officials about why there's so many kids kicked out on the streets for not having a, again, not having a belt, not having black sneakers. Hell, what if they ain't got the money? So a front desk a receptionist explained the students were told to go home and get the items and then return. How the hell am I going to go home and get the fucking items if, if you busted my ass 15, 20 freaking miles from the damn school? And like the guy said, get it from well, and, and what if they don't got it? It was 50 kids, man, hanging out in that damn school because they got away for school let out to catch the bus back home. This is amazing, man. This is fucking amazing. And and, 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 and and like he said, he said that um, he was saying that because the kids were poor, they shouldn't feel like that. No, no. He was saying that um, the school uh, officials were, were accusing the kids of being poor, and not okay, and not and not able to purchase the, the, the right uh, school, you know, either the belt or what have you. But but if you know they poor, then why the hell would you kick him out? So the guy got upset and things got escalated, and the guy repeated he 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 kept demanding to speak to the principal, the principal, you know, uh, somebody in charge. And um, and the school staff again. That the, the the staff of the school, which once again I told you, blackface, white supremacy on the blackface. Some of the staff members and, and and they're sitting there saying, "Well, that's not that's the code. That's the code. They got to go by the code, so on and so forth." And um, the guy was just upset because there was. He said there were, there were black uh, black school officials in there. He trying he talking to, and and you kicking out black kids. So amazing, man. So that's that, that, that's why I say you, you know how, how they say uh, uh, not all skin folks is your kin folk. And um, so the principal finally comes out and and and, and said that. They sent out emails telling 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 the parents about the dress code, yada yada yada, so on and so forth, and that these because these kids did not um, um, abide by the dress codes, uh, they were uh, they were sent home. And also, some of the people, some of the girls were sent home uh, because of their hairstyle too. Again, this is a black school, man. Black officials. At that school. I'm going to take this last break, man. And then I'm going to come back and wrap this thing up. I'm going to take this break and I'll be back in just one second. Whenever we talk about the miseducation of black children, we do our, our community a disservice by not being specific about the issue. They're not learning because white women are not teaching them. White women don't care to teach them, and white women are guaranteed their jobs for the rest of their life after they've been teaching two or three years under the teacher tenure agreement that exists between the two largest teachers unions in America, the National Education Association, and the American Federation of Teachers. They have bullied school districts and to give teachers tenure, not for quality of, of, of performance, but purely for time on the job. It's not based on quality. Teacher tenure. 
tenure is not based on quality. It's based on quantity, time on the job. And teacher tenure is one of the biggest barriers to actually improving education for black children. Because if you had a 25-year-old white racist teacher not going to lose her job for not being able to do it well, she could come to work and treat black kids any kind of way she wants, educate black kids any kind of way she wants. She don't care about them anyway. The only reason why she's there is because she couldn't get a job in the suburbs where she's there because she's getting her student loans paid off by the federal government with the loan forgiveness program. And after five years of miseducating black kids, she'll go to the suburbs where she will properly educate her white children. I'm going to give brother Dr. Amos Wilson, man, and uh, really, really just laying it down on, on, on why, you know, having white teachers, man, that's a major problem. That's the way, I mean, they're, they're there for the check, not for the love and the passion of teaching. They're there for a check. And it's easy, unfortunately, it's easy to get to school uh, teaching uh, uh, black children than it is uh, white children. So they, they take what they can to, to, to go ahead and, and, and get their foot in the door. And, and, and like he said, get, and get those student loans paid out, and they out of there. So, so there's one article, man, uh, it was written by uh, uh, Dr. Claire Kane, well, by Claire Kane Miller. And uh, it was in the New York Times uh, not too long ago, and it talks about uh, does teacher diversity matter in student learning? And the research that students, especially boys, benefit when teachers share their race or gender. Yet most teachers are white women. So in this article, uh, it goes on and says, uh, as a student uh, have returned to school, they have uh, been greeted by teachers who, more likely than not, are white women. And that means many students will, will be continuing to see teachers who are different gender than they are and different skin color. Does it matter? Yes. To a significant body of research, students tend to benefit from having teachers who look like them, especially non-white students. The uh, homogeneity of teachers is probably one one of the contributors, the research suggestion to the stubborn, the stubborn gender and race gap in student achievement. Overall, girls out outperform boys, and white students outperform those who are black and Hispanic. And where boys outperform outperform girls in math, rich white girls, rich white in suburban districts. Yet the teachers' workforce is becoming more female. So 77% of teachers in public and private and elementary high schools are women from 71% from three decades ago. The teaching force has grown more uh, racially diverse in that period, but it's still 80% white, and it's down from 87%, but it's still high. There are many things that contribute to, to children, children's academics. Achievement, including teachers' experience and training, school funding, zoning, families, incomes, and home environment. And teachers have long been predominantly white and female, but new educational opportunities for girls may mean that they can take more advantage of the benefits of female teachers. And studies show that teacher diversity can make a difference in students' performance and their interest in school. Like I was saying before, they get bored. The effect is stronger on boys. Research has found that boys, and particularly black boys, are more affected than girls by disadvantages like poverty and racism and by positive influences like high-quality schools and role models, yet they are least likely to have had a teacher that looks like them. And we find the effect is really driven by boys, said Seth Gershenson, an an economist studying education 
policy at American University. In the elementary school setting for black children, especially disadvantaged black children, the effect of having even just one black teacher is fairly big and robust and, and a real thing. And when black children had a black teacher between third and fifth grade, boys were significantly less likely to later drop out of high school. And both girls and boys were more likely to attend college. Mr. Uh, Gershenson and his colleagues found in a large study last year. The effect was strongest for children from low-income uh, low families. The study included 106,000 students who entered third grade in North Carolina from 2001 to 2005, and it followed them through high school. And there was no effect on white children when they had a black teacher. Uh, and it says teacher's gender does not necessarily have a big effect during elementary school, but seems to make more of a difference when children are older than girls. Then girls do better with female teachers than boys with a male one, said Thomas D., a professor of education at Stanford. And when eighth graders had a female teacher instead of a male one, boys fell behind girls by equivalent of three and a half months of learning, according to a well-regarded study. And he wrote, which compared the effect of two teachers of different genders on the same student. And when students and teachers were the same gender, teachers also had more positive impressions of students and students look forward more to the subject. The study used Department of Education data on 25,000 eighth graders from 1,100 schools. In high school and college, math and science courses studies have shown that when women have a female instructor, they get higher grades, participate more in class, and are more likely to continue to pursue this subject. Researchers say it's not entirely clear why teachers' gender and race make a difference. It's likely to be a combination of things. Students tend to be inspired by role models they can relate to. Some race teachers might uh, be able to present new material in a more culturally relevant way. Also, teachers sometimes treat students differently based on their own backgrounds and stereotypes. Social science, scientists call this implicit bias when stereotypes influence people thinking of often unconsciously. A variety of research, for instance, has shown that, that teachers tend to access black students uh, differently from white students. Preschool teachers judge black children more harshly for the same behavior. White teachers are less likely than black teachers to assign black students to gifted and talented programs, even if their test scores match those of white students. When black students had both a white and black teacher, the black teachers constantly had higher expectations for that potential. This article goes on and on, man. It's a powerful article. And again, it was in the New York Times. Uh, New York Times, uh, it was written uh, by uh, Claire Kane Miller. Wonderful article. Does teacher diversity matter in student learning? Hell yeah, it matters. We see it all the time. It's a wonderful article, man. And like I said, I, I, I'm going to bring you uh, another show dealing with homeschooling and more, more in depth about the stats of, of teaching uh, and dealing with our children. My time is up, man. I thank you all for tuning in. And as we always say in parting, to love yourself is to love yourself, and to love yourself comes by spending time with God. We love you. Peace and God bless.